genre. Welcome to the New Republic Archives, where we discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Tim Garcia. And I'm Gary Roby. And we are back with our first deep dive post-hiatus. Um, yeah! Well, already, here we are with an editor's note. Uh, obviously, this wasn't the first deep dive, but it was the first one we recorded when we came back. Uh, yeah, carry on. Thank you all for listening and bearing with us. Uh, we are actually doing uh, something I've been wanting to get Gary to do for a while, um, but uh, we finally did it. Uh, we're doing Vader Immortal, which is a Star Wars virtual reality series. It This was so much fun. You You had been talking to me about coming over and playing this game for months before the hiatus even started. And so finally getting to like come hang out and do this with you was such a blast. Yeah, super awesome. I was like, when I first played this, I was like, okay, Gary's got to see this. Yeah. Um, For those who don't know, it is a uh, VR uh, experience. It's a canon story. Yeah. uh, That takes place between um, Revenge of the Sith and um, and A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't say, let's see, I didn't get an exact, it, it's like, it's like, I almost get the experience. It's like one, it, the, the Wikipedia says one BBY. It gets the feeling that like after Krennic leaves in Rogue One, this stuff starts happening. Yeah. Like it's like right, it's like right about that time. That makes sense. Um, we'll get to why I think that later. Um, but it is an experience uh, like all the VR experience, pretty much anything that you see that's in VR uh, was created by ILM X lab. Um, these include the um, if you if anyone did those, the, the void VR experience thing, uh, which was freaking awesome. Um, it was called Secrets of the Empire. It was a rogue one thing. Um, oh, and then uh, they also did the Tales of Galaxy's Edge and Trials on Tatooine. Um, there were a, there were a few uh, different VR. I, I think you had me play the Secrets of the Empire one as well. That's uh, no. the K two S O one. The K two S O one is uh, that was actually Star Wars Battlefront. I think that might have been the only VR thing that wasn't. Oh, okay. ILMX Lab, uh, because that was EA and... Uh, gotcha. All right. Um, All right. That makes sense. And those guys. I, I'm, I wish... I, I think it was Criterion did that one. Um, anyway. Okay. Um, but that was on a... It was a Battlefront 1 bonus thing. That's cool. Uh, okay. But yeah, no, Secrets of the Empire of was the Star Wars void. It was... It popped up in malls and stuff. Oh, um, oh, 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 I remember you. Okay, you, you, you did that, right? Right, I did that. Um, former guest of the show, uh, Kevin, did that. Um, That's cool. Yeah, we have, uh, um, yeah, listener of the show, Jessica, also did it. Um, nice. But yeah, it's, uh, it was a fun, it's a fun little experience uh, that, yeah, would, you know, 
was cool. Uh, but this one um, takes uh, it, it was originally for the Oculus Quest. Uh, it's still mm-hmm. for the Meta Quest. Uh, I think it's a Meta exclusive. Um, I don't think you can. Maybe you can play it. I didn't even check to see if it's on the Vive now. But um, yeah, it is a um, experience uh, released in three episodes. Yeah. Um, which is an interesting way to do it. But cool, whatever. Um, how do, how do you feel about the experience as a whole? I had a really good time with this. I, um, haven't done a lot of VR stuff. I was maybe like a little worried that it was going to be something that would cause me, um, like, I don't really have much experience with like motion sickness, but it's still something that I was like, maybe a little concerned about because I know that that is something that like, that, uh, that folks, that folks do deal with when it comes to VR. Um, I had a really good time. It was one of those things that like, we took breaks between the episodes and it was always so jarring to like, take the headset off and be like, oh, I'm in your living room again. <laughs> like, right. it, it, it's so immersive in a way that was really compelling. Um, there were like little things that, that I had a hard time with. Like there's, there's a lot of like climbing bits, especially in the first episode where like, I couldn't quite figure out the like, how to maneuver myself once you get to like the top of a ladder like how do you get off this thing and onto the platform in front of you and it was a lot of like kind of a little bit of a learning curve there um but i think by the time we got to like episode three like i i had like a pretty good grasp on like the kind of just handling in general and um the like lightsaber and combat stuff and things like that like that was really that was a really good time um, and then, like, we're not going to, like, spoil spot stuff, plot stuff yet, but, like, I didn't realize when we started that I had I had gone down a rabbit hole reading about Lady Corvax previously. And I don't remember what took me down that wiki rabbit hole, um, but once we started getting to the plot of, like, what is happening in this story, I was like, oh, I know a little bit about this history. Um, uh, just, like, I think I had, like, done Mustafar research for some reason. Um, and so like, I had like a general idea, but I still didn't really know where the plot of the story was going to go. Um, and I'm just, I'm such a sucker for Anakin Skywalker. So like, even though Vader's like clearly a villain, like his motivation in this makes me want to help him. And like, that was an interesting, I didn't expect to get there, uh, yeah, while, while playing. You're this. a Vader apologist. Uh, we've, we've I, been... a little bit, a <laughs> little bit. I don't know, man. We'll get into it. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, bruh, I know this is going to go bad for you. <laughs> I mean, it's very classic. Uh, evil wizard deals with forces he thinks he can control but cannot. Yes. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, which is fine. Uh, Star Wars very much loves to d- deal in tropes. And you know what? I think they you know should what? learn lean more into tropes maybe now um, yeah. than they used to. Just be predictable. It's fine. Um, it's fine it's fun storytelling it's the tropes for a reason right um yeah so this was um i think the first one came out in yeah may 21st 2019 uh it's a little over four years ago um it was written uh by david goyer david s goyer who does all sorts of superhero stuff um i mean i think they always say like oh yeah he's the writer of dark knight but he's done bad ones too uh he yeah. does he, he, he just kind of does any of the um 
any of the a lot, a lot of the superhero stuff so he did like ghost rider spirit of vengeance for example oh yeah um, sure. but yes he did write the screenplay for batman begins uh and dark knight and all those um and then um the other two writers and the director are all uh so the director's ben snow uh, the other two writers uh mohan leo and and colin mackey are vfx guys uh with uh i believe well, obviously with ilm um so um like ben snow um is the vfx was a vfx uh supervisor on stuff all the way as far back as like star star trek generations twister um wow well he i'm sorry he was in the vfx department uh there but gotcha uh has been vfx supervisor on iron man avengers age of ultron um and then recently uh, does the Dragon's Honor Among Thieves, which uh, I absolutely adore that movie. Um, so, yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's the, the, the rest of the people are all uh, kind of VFX guys. Um, actually, uh, Mohan Leo's uh, Star Wars. He's the VFX supervisor on Andor. Oh, um, nice. Which is neat. Um, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, we, I guess we can get into like the story. Well, the gameplay, we'll talk about a little about the gameplay. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's like a optional, like little dojo mode. That's just stand in a arena and do all your star Wars powers with a lightsaber. Yeah, that's fun. Um, the, the, the gameplay is very lightsaber. I mean, this combat is very lightsaber centric. Um, Otherwise, it's kind of you moving around, exploring, looking at stuff, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and like as you said, climbing. Um, yeah, there's a lot of climbing in this there's, game. There's climbing. There's getting stuff out of the way with your lightsaber, and there's yeah. a lot of like force pulling and pushing stuff that happens later. So I was going to get into that. That each, um, and I kind of was talking to you about this when we were doing it, but each um, episode. Uh, kind of introduces a new thing that you can do. Yeah. Uh, so the first one's just like, hey, here's your lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And you're like, cool. Lightsabers are neat. This is fun. Lightsabers are cool. Yeah. Uh, and It's a cool uh, lightsaber, too. Yeah. Well, you get a couple, right? You get. Oh, yeah, you're right. You, um, you get a couple lightsabers. Um, and then the second one, it introduces your force pull and push. Yeah. Um, and that's, oh, you can pull things to you. You can slash things in the air when you pull them to you. Uh, you can push things away. You can, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the third one introduces that you can pull, like, Stormtroopers blasters. Yeah. And be, like, shooting them with your left hand and, like, blocking lasers with your right and throwing them. So and uh, grabbing thermal detonators and tossing them. And yeah. you still get everything. So it really does kind of like build mm-hmm. like, oh, you've got a new thing. You've got a new thing. You've got a new thing. So it's uh, by the end, you're like, I like to go in and just I don't really ever replay the story so much as I will jump, jump in the dojo on the third uh, one and just gotcha. be just grabbing fight. stuff, flinging things around, blocking lasers, you know, all that kind of fun That's stuff, so which cool. is super yeah. cool. Uh, and then because it's VR, it's all around you, right? It's not just, mm-hmm. it's, you know, you turn around, you're listening for things, you know, you're blocking yeah. 
the lasers and all that. So, yeah, it's kind of the gameplay. How would you feel going through as far as, like, that stuff, as far as, like, the actual That was one work? of those that, like, you know, you definitely, you definitely, like, kind of find your rhythm as you go. Like, I like that they take the time to, like, slowly introduce these new mechanics because, like, I remember the first time you get the lightsaber, um, you're facing against, is that with, like, the big droids that are coming at you? And I was, like, struggling to keep up in that fight. And was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I, I, it feels weird when I'm trying to slash it. I feel like I'm like beating this enemy with like a baseball bat and not a lightsaber. Like, yeah. Um, and, and, uh, but by the end, by the, by the, you know, the last couple of fights in episode three or in, yeah, in chapter three, um, the combination of like using the force powers, pulling a gun from like, the hands of a stormtrooper and then shooting him off of the skiff that he's on and then blocking uh like blaster fire with the other hand to like reflect their blows like all of that came together so well it makes you feel like really powerful um yeah it does a good I, job I of slowing slowly easing you into it um yeah. and uh, yeah i thought that was good um so yeah do you want to start uh let's talk about um like plot stuff yeah, plot plot stuff. So yeah, I, I, why don't you start on this? Yeah. So the start of the game, you're like a smuggler on like a starship, and or the captain of a starship, right? Like, um, it's you and your droid ZOE three or Zoe, and um, I had a little bit of 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 trouble fa- like understanding what they wanted me to do at first, but you like move around the ship and you can pick stuff up and like press buttons on consoles. And like, that all felt really cool. Uh, you get to punch it into hyperspace at one point. Like, ah, oh, so good. Love yeah. that. Um, but you are like boarded by a, um, like an Imperial officer vessel. You get like pulled out of hyperspace and you're taken prisoner, um, to Mustafar. By Admiral Carius. Admiral Carius, who distinctly is Steve Blum. St- Steve Blum. Very yeah, fr- so clear. Yeah, he shows up, and it's like, oh, it's you. Um, which is really fun. Um, he like explains to you that um, like Vader wants to see you, kind of deal. Uh, and then there's another there's another prisoner, um, whose name I don't remember. Um. Yeah, he's a native, but he's like Mustafar. a Mustafa. He is so, a yeah, Mustafarian. You get interesting. pulled in and literally pulled into Vader's castle, basically. Yeah. Um, which is neat. Um, but yes, you are pulled into uh, and you're taken to jail. You meet um, uh, Steve Bloom. You meet Admiral Carius. Yes. Um, and then yeah, he's basically like, yeah, you need. Uh, you, you're, uh, potentially who Vader's looking for, basically. Yeah. Um, the, the other prisoner, the Mustafarian prisoner, um, tells you that you need to escape out of here or Vader is going to use you to help, help him find like some ancient artifact. Um, he gives you a hydro spanner that you can use to like unlock doors and stuff. Yeah. And he tells you to go find the priestess. Yeah, yes. Um, he he also tells you the, the only way out is to go down into like into the caves 
below the castle. Oh yeah, and you meet. And so this is where you meet Vader that, at this like, point. Have we already? Yeah, like yeah, he, Vader he visits shows you in prison. And he, oh, he, he orders he, you to open like a thing. And you are able to open it, and he's like, "Ah, oh, you're the descendants of Lady Corvax." Blah blah. Lady blah. Corvax, who yeah. will get to you? Yeah. Uh, Vader, Vader. Uh, one of the things that I found really fascinating about about playing this like as a VR thing, right, is that like it's it's funny because you see it in the in the original trilogy, but Vader doesn't really have any sense of personal space. Yeah. And he comes into the prison, into the cell that you're in, and he gets right up in your face to the point that I took a, like, physically took a step back, being like, bro, you're really close. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's also so tall. Yes. Um, which is perfect. Which is perfect. He's, he's so imposing. Boy. It, like, feels really good. Um, the, uh, Scott Lawrence is the actor voicing Vader in this. So David um, Prowse is 6'6". Six, six. So wow. with boots yeah, and everything, sense. he would be a large man. Yeah. I guess he was Very, six, six. very large man. Um, But yeah, the, this this bit leads to just a ton of like crawling around um, through the temple. Yeah, you uh, do get the through. You, you do get the hook. So the Mustafarian tells you to go to the priestess. Um Vader told you you're descendant of uh, Lady Corvax. Um, the Mustafarian also tells them that Vader's looking for a crystal called the Bright Star. The Bright Star. Uh, you don't know why yet. Uh, mm-hmm. But yes, uh, so you are kind of sent off to escape and yeah. Yeah. And so there is a bit, there is a bit while you're crawling around through the ductwork um, where you overhear Vader being told about something called the the uh eon engine or aeon right. engine um right. and it's the ex- the explanation is that like with this vader uh may even po- be able to resurrect padme right and you see he's got this like crystal um it's like a little pyramid looking thing yeah it's pretty cool where there's like like you can hear Padme's voice coming from it, yeah, like which lines is from the lines, past. Yeah, so it, it's actually uh, it's actually uh, Natalie Portman because it's just archive audio, archival but, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, so you get this bit. Like this is this is the first moment where I'm like, wait, but he just wants to bring Padme back, Tim. Yep. Um, and he's talking to a mysterious, cloaked, shadowy figure. Yeah. Um, which of course is always fine. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, um, yeah, so you're just, so he basically, you, you're watching this all happen and, uh, he's, uh, through a vent and then eventually mm-hmm. Vader gets like mad or something and force pushes something into your vent and you can't see it anymore. You can't so. see anymore. Yeah. Um, just little things like that, that kind of direct your eye. Um, storytelling so interesting in a 3d environment in both video game. I guess it's just a video game thing, right? Like, yeah, we need to be but able it's... to, in a video game, you can kind of force the camera somewhere. If you want yes. the player to be looking at something, you can just force the camera to be mm-hmm. pointing at something in VR. You can't really do that. You, cause you can't turn the player's head. Yeah. So you have to like direct the player to, to something. And so that was one of those bits of like going through the ductwork and then hearing Vader's voice and being like, Oh, if I look over to where I hear his voice, like off to the side, like out, out, like at my periphery, 
like, oh, I can see him through here. And I just stopped. Like, I'm not going to I'm just going to watch what's happening because right. I am now more curious about this than I am about progressing forward. Right. Um, and it's, I found really compelling. Yeah. And it's interesting. I guess it's almost like a like a walkthrough. Um, like haunted house kind of thing where it's like, okay, we want you at different spots for things to happen, I guess. I don't know. Sure. I'm just trying to, yeah, I'm that makes sense. Thinking about how the experience is designed, but, um, yeah. Yeah. I guess the, yeah, you really do have to think about it. Like for the, for the developers putting the game together, they really do have to think about like, about it as like a 3d space that like the player can, or the, the, yeah, the player could theoretically go wherever they want within the yeah, they could be looking a different direction the mechanics right yeah. um, could just you know turn your back to vader and <laughs> i mean going. you could keep walking forward and then just walk through the vent in the wall if yeah. you've got space in front of you you know so yeah um definitely um, um yeah i think this is i think the next room is where you find the, the first lightsaber right it's just like He's just got uh, Vader's just has this room that's just got a lightsaber on a pedestal in the middle of the room. Yeah, there's nothing else in here. really. Yeah, uh, it turns out to be like a training room. That's like uh, that's it's kind of like uh, what is it? The the danger room for the X-Men. OK, uh, yeah, sure. That makes sense. But I don't know whose lightsaber this is. Not a clue. They don't explain that. <laughs> um, it's just chilling there. It's just there, yeah. And um, you pick it up, and it automatically starts the training exercises. And there's mm-hmm, these little training mm-hmm. droids that you get to fight. Yeah. Do you think Vader ever trains in here? Just yeah, demolishes have, these droids? I have no clue what the point... Like, um, yeah. how much do we know about Vader's castle? I don't know. Like, did he... How much of it... Like, did they build it or did they find it? Like, it's above these, like, It was old once the Mustafarian... site of a Sith temple okay. built above a Sith cave um, that was still there um, and the Corvax Fortress, which we go to later. Um, yeah. A dark uh, Sith cave conserved, conserved a dark side locus. That tracks. Was designed by and uh, by the preserved consciousness of ancient Sith Lord and artist. I want to meet this guy. An artist. Uh, Darth Momin. Momin? M-O-M. Oh, Darth Momin. I know that name. Who, he's, he's got in a the haunted comics. mask. Yeah. Uh, Vader, like, talks to his haunted mask. <laughs> um... He's in the what comic? I'm it's probably Vader, to... right? Yeah, he's in the 2017 Darth Vader run. Okay. Um, uh, volume uh, uh, issues 21 through 25. Um, and then he also appears, um, in Crimson Rain number four. And then he's mentioned in the Shadow of the Sith novel, the Adam Christopher book that's about um, Luke and Lando finding Ochi of Bastoon. Okay. Our favorite flesh 3PO. <laughs> yeah, <3PO>. exactly. <laughs> for for people who are in the Julie Chandra Discord, we just had that conversation 
a little bit ago. Yeah. Um, which I don't know, depending on when this gets released. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely over the hiatus, the dueling genre discord was popping off, um, which is kind of oh, counterintuitive, but I, we were having way more, uh, conversations on the dueling genre discord. Well, but, it's been fun. Um, it's been really great to have those conversations too. Like, like, we, especially when like, we probably was already out. talked about this on our, uh, Bantha episode. So probably. almost certainly, <laughs> um, anyway, um, yeah, this is funny. I'm I'm going through this deep dive on on moment. We'll have to read these because uh, yeah, we'll have to read these for sure. Vader's I would like distracted to know about by a Mustafarian uprising, which I wonder if this is during. Um, let's see. This is during the. Um, um, like during the game. Yeah, we do get maybe. one. Uh, no, this I is another so, Mustafarian. So I'm looking at, yeah, because I was, I was going to say, I'm looking at the um, the Vader Immortal Episode 1, and it it mentions, like, um, Lady Corvax and her husband, Dorwin. Uh, when an unknown enemy attacked the planet, Dorwin was mo- mortally wounded. And I'm now wondering if, like, retroactively, if that unknown enemy is Momin. But Maybe. it could be someone else. Who knows? There's a lot of like, there's a lot of room here uh, for story. But yeah. Um, anyway, no, it's it's a different uprising. So it looks like the Mustafarians okay. uprise twice, which is very okay. funny to me. Sure. Um. Um. So yeah, oh. we learn. We learn. Um. We meet the priestess. You like steal a skiff. Uh. After a battle with some stormtroopers, and that's when you meet the the priestess. And she explains that Mustafar used to be like a beautiful green lush world. Right. Um, but that when uh, Lady Corvax's husband was wounded, she stole the Bright Star and used it to power the, the Aeon engine, the Eon engine, um, because they were trying to she was trying to resurrect her dead husband. And what happened instead was that uh, all of the life energy of Mustafar was drained, turning it into the lava planet it is now. Right. Oops. So she burned the world to bring back her husband. And still didn't do it. And still didn't do it. And yet Vader's like, but what if I can? Right. Well, he's better (laughs) at it than she is. Yeah, obviously. Um, He's the chosen one, don't you know? Yeah. Um... But yeah, um, so the priestess is like, hey, uh, you need to go get the Bright Star so that Vader can't have it because he'll, I don't know, make it more lava than it already yeah, is. I, um, I don't know what the repercussions of Vader using this thing would have been. It'll be bad. I it'll mean, I think be we bad. Can, it's, it's the not planet's already thing. dead. Yeah, um, but it's going to be deader. Deader. Um, deader planet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but then, yeah, um, you kind of keep going and you meet Vader again. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zoe gets absolutely wrecked by Vader. Just completely. I know. Just it's tossed. so sad. Um, it's fine. She's just a machine. Um, uh, she's a computer. My, uh, my Rudolph voicing Zoe. We didn't mention. Oh, yeah, I didn't, we didn't even mention. notice it when we yeah. were playing. Which is very funny. And then. Yeah. Yeah. 
She's great. I like, like Zoe a lot. She's great, but uh, yeah, it's just funny that just like a random famous person doing one voice doing in this. this. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. So uh, you, she, he basically is like he gives you another one of those little boxes that you got at the beginning. Um, yeah. And tells you to like open. The, you're basically going through like a temple now. Um, because mm-hmm. now that we've escaped, we went all oh. yeah. Well, so you um, there's like a little bit here when you meet Vader again, um, where there's like a fight with these ancient droids, and right. it's like Vader's fighting them, and then you're also fighting them. Well, that's well, that was after what I was just yeah, but yes, that's oh, was, coming okay. up. My you bad. do you My do bad. meet those droids already uh, yeah. before you meet Vader, um. Because you need to do the, yeah, the yeah the combat stuff, uh, but you've already like escaped and met this. You've escaped the little uh, thing and and gone down on a little skiff, and uh, you're in a like temple area. Um, right, I do. And uh, yeah, so you're you're going down the halls. You fight some fight some droids, and then Vader's just like, oh yeah, I've been following you by the way. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. You did a good job. Uh, clearly, you're the Descendant of Lady Corvax. Yes. Um, and yeah, so that's when he tosses Zoe aside and he's like, uh, and you've got force powers, which is great. I'll train you. Follow me. Uh, yeah. And then you go down an elevator and get attacked by a bunch of these like temple droids. Yeah. Uh, and it's pretty neat because you're like fighting one and you look if you ever look over at Vader and he's fighting like five. <laughs> Yeah, and just like, breezy. Yeah, he's just like absolutely wrecking all of them. But you're over here like with one going, I got it, guys. It's it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, they call them droid sentinels, uh, according to the wiki. Um, I feel like there's that's like a bunch of droids that are called droid sentinels. Yeah, this one is just the, the page says sentinel parentheses Mustafar. Right. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, so eventually you're fighting one and he finishes off the one in front of you for you. Yeah. Uh, cause yeah, this is suck. where I was like, I suck at lightsaber combat. Yeah, you suck. Uh, <laughs> when you're standing next to Vader watching him tear through enemies, it's it, easy to feel overwhelmed. Yeah. Which is, I think it's a good, it's a good set piece. Cause it's just like, it's fun. You're doing cool stuff. It's like the climax of the episode. There's like a million things coming at you. You're using everything you've learned and you look Mm -hmm. over at Vader and he's just like, yeah, whatever. Like to like everything that you're, yeah, this is nothing. (laughs) Like he doesn't (laughs) care. Um, It's very cool beat. I thought I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Uh, I really feel like I really feel immersed. Like, cause I'm struggling. I'm trying to figure out like, I guess we should go a little bit more into combat to kind of explain how it works. But the way lightsabering works is, the enemy kind of telegraphs a move and you have to kind of like put up like, your lightsaber to parry that move. Yeah. Um, and you can leave an opening if you combo them right and then you mm-hmm. can attack. Um, so it does make you kind of feel like you're blocking and um, yeah. So it's, it does it's, mm-hmm. because the way because it's, you know, a VR thing, you just have like the controllers in your hand. When you're like swinging to attack, uh, it really does kind of just feel like you're like waving a light, like a like a flashlight around, like a, um, a saber made of light. 
there well but like it's it's just there's no weight there obviously there's no weight to it and um, i've always said so that about lightsabers first of all there were yes. bits there were bits when like i would get that opening and i would just like thrust towards the the droid and then just wiggle the lightsaber around and it felt it just felt really silly like i um I had I had like fun playing it. It felt really good, especially when you get a good parry and you're able to attack. But sometimes I like I felt like my attacks were just like I don't know. I don't, it's one of those things. Like again, like you watch Vader and he's like a big powerhouse force, and I'm just like <laughs> a little goofball. He's like, yeah. I always, yeah. That's that's kind of what I'm doing. But I'm like, this would be realistic. This is how I would fight if I had a lightsaber. I would yeah, just kind of yeah, like no. hold it by the end and just wiggle it. Because like, I it. just that's need literally you. all I would do too. <laughs> I just need you to. I just need you to get hit by this freaking saber as many times as possible. And the yeah. fastest way to do that is to just give you carve you up in little pieces. Yeah, is to just yeah wiggle it at your at your face. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, but it's still it's still fun. Uh, if yeah, you want to be yeah. more immersed, don't do it like that. Do it like a. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely what I was doing though. So yeah, that's the end of. So he basically is like, "Cool, you, let's go. Like we have more to do. I'm going to train you." Basically, uh, and he, that's the he end takes of your lightsaber from one. you. Yeah, he's like, "Okay, well, this is my lightsaber first of all that I have in my." Yeah. Oh yeah, so that's what that's why I was going down the moment the moment Darth moment thing. He Oh sure. So Momin basically is like, I'm designing this fortress. Let's make sure there's a pedestal with a random lightsaber on it. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. Maybe yeah, and it's not like a Sith lightsaber, because it's no you, it's got a uh, well, I have it as a green crystal, but you can change the crystal in the settings. In the dojo? Oh, in the settings. Okay. Yeah. Um But yeah, it's uh so yeah, I'm not sure. It's like funny. whose it is or why it's there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next bit is um, Vader's basically like exp like telling the smuggler, like your character, like you're going to help me do this. Like I'm coming with you. But also you're powerful with the force. I'm going to train you in how to use the force. Right. And so you get this whole like kind of lengthy hallway uh, sequence where you're learning how to like force pull and push things and there's more more of these uh right. these droids to fight. So this is the beginning of chapter two. Like they, yeah. they immediately teach you okay these are the new things that you can do. Yeah, yeah. Vader tells you that Lady Corvax was force sensitive and then believes that uh that you are as well or uh, understands that you are as well. Senses that you have that ability. How'd you feel about how they treated like how the force powers work? I don't know. I thought it was fun. I liked um, I liked that a lot of it was just around like the like the pushing and pulling and that I, you know, it has to do with the limitations of the the VR controller. But I liked being able to like, like yank a, a piece of rubble off the ground and then throw it at an enemy or like pick an enemy up and toss them somewhere. Yeah, they made it really intuitive that it was like if I extend my hand, pull the like grip button and pull my hand backwards, it knows I'm yank that it I'm yanking yeah. the thing towards me. And then if I now have that in my hand, keep holding the little grip button and push away, I'm like throwing, I'm like throwing. pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, yeah, they did a good job of that, I think, of like making the, because I always think of like the input controls and how like, mm -hmm. you know, VR is, is, I feel like a little bit 
different than even like your normal like Xbox or PlayStation oh definitely type controls because it's like there's su- there's such like a common language that you have for Xbox mm-hmm. for even you know Switch or everything it's like okay I use these two joysticks to move around and then mm-hmm. this bottom button whether we call it X or A or you know um, uh-huh. B or whatever the heck it's you like call your interact that's like my interact button yeah shooting's always gonna be my right trigger. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you've got all that, but then, like, they you still, still manage to feel buttons. really intuitive. Yeah, like, but there you have are to... bits where yeah. stuff is flying at you, and you like catch it, and it's like, okay, I'm just gonna put my hand in front of me to hit this button, and it's gonna like hold. Um, yeah, you kind of have to create a new intuitive system uh, yeah. for VR because I I feel like there is now a very a kind of standard thing between a lot mm-hmm. of different VR games. Um, but it still is – it still has to be kind of intuitive to someone jumping into it because, you know, your VR game can be the first one that someone's yeah. ever done because it's well, not that, widely that, – yeah. That's kind of how this was for me, right? Because aside from that little, um, um, like, piloting thing that I did at your house years ago, like, this is the first, like, VR game I've played, like, through. And – uh I never felt like overwhelmed by the controls or like confused by what I was supposed to do in a given moment. Um, oh, I definitely had that. Um, later in this episode, actually, I had that where okay. I was confused. I had no idea what to do. Uh, but we might get there and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I do remember struggling. Yeah. Uh, but that, I would have had no idea what to do in a normal video game. It wasn't just VR. It was just. Yeah. Yeah. It was just it was like what it looked like and everything. So. That's um, but yeah. Um so um you basically are like okay i can he he's basically showing you that you can like move rocks which is you know step one of being a jedi mm-hmm. move rocks around. <laughs> yes moving rocks uh-huh. make rocks float yep um he also reveals that lady corvex's machines in the temple can only be controlled by her or her descendants so it has to have her blood basically gotcha. uh, so you're yeah. able to like walk in and do stuff there's a really cool moment where you speak to like a i guess it's a recording of her but mm. it's her face in like rocks on the side of the wall oh yeah yeah and I they do make remember that they make the rocks like they're like blocks that form mm-hmm. her face and they make them move in and out to make it look like she's talking it's pretty cool yeah um, it's neat. very neat to look at uh I don't know. There's there's a lot of moments like that where you're in VR. They did a good job of like a spectacle of like, wow, yeah, this definitely. is neat to be in front of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, yeah, you keep moving through, um, you know, getting through because you have the blood and you're in it. Obviously, in doing so, you're getting Vader closer and closer to his goal as well. Yeah. Which, again, at this point, I'm still like low key, like. Vader, I want this to go. I want this to work for you. (laughs) I know it won't, but like he just wants Padme back. Uh, It's it's I find Vader very sympathetic when you get stories like this. Where it's about like he just misses his dead wife, you know, I think Anakin Skywalker was meant to be a tragic character. Yeah. And I don't think Lucas stuck the landing. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to make your your hero, the fall of your hero sympathetic 
when he kills a bunch of kids at the end. Exactly. Exactly. And then no, I turns around and ha- said, sheds a tear like, oh, I'm so sad this happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's hard to do that. So getting once the audience has distance from that um, mm-hmm. and then like kind of playing with that tragic hero, I think you can you can do some stuff. But it's like you can't. I don't know. I think that whole scene was a mistake in the movie. Like, you, you, yeah, I like, agree I don't with think you. they should have done that, but mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, like, I, I don't know. I, I go back and forth, right? Because I'm like, oh, they don't do enough to show that Vader's a bad guy. But then I'm like, they really shouldn't have had that scene in yeah, Revenge of the murdered Sith. children. Yeah. yeah, it's like they need to do like show he's a bad guy, but like that he doesn't strike a better balance. I feel like there's lots of famous villains that are great villains that didn't do that i don't know yeah definitely absolutely Um, anyway so yeah so you get another so yeah you see that block thing and she basically just tells you the whole thing again that you basically already know but in a like straight from the horse's mouth i guess Mm -hmm. uh that she used the bright star to to uh well she created the aeon engine um which was there to harness the power of the bright star um and it failed and basically ruined, ruined the, the life planet. of all of her people. Yep. Um oopsies. Um oopsies. Uh so she before she passed away, she hid the bright star in uh a chamber near her husband's tomb. So we're doing a Indiana Jones kind of tomb raider type yeah. uh, thing here. Yeah. Um so if you can get the stone, you can restore Mustafar, basically, is what she wants you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know why she didn't just do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but maybe she maybe she died shortly after this or I don't know. Yeah, we don't really get a sense of like how long she lived uh, after the death of her husband and the destruction of her planet. Yeah, she's just. She got really sucked into a TV show and then lost track of time. And then, (laughs) um, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, Vader hears all this and he's like, yeah, no, she, she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. She has no idea. Uh, she obviously needs to use this bright star to bring back my dead wife. Yep. Um, I love this obsession with bringing back Padme. Yeah, um, because it's so Vader because it's like, dude, Padme would not want this, like would not no, want to. No, come back. she would not want this at all. And like, do you think if she came back that she'd forgive you for what happened? Like. Oh, I don't know, man. Um, so, yeah, our next. Um, our next uh, time we see them uh, or our next room, we are introduced with a. Um, I guess a staple enemy for the rest of the um, two episodes. The Lava Nymphs. Oh, yeah. Which I o- only just now realized that they were lava, that that's what they were called. But they're little like orange bugs that glow around yeah. and shoot lava at you. Um, lava Nymphs. And you can, it's so satisfying to just uh, force pull them and then just launch them into the wall and they explode. Oh my god, yeah, it's so good. It's it, so, feels it feels so, so good. good. It's such a satisfying feeling of just exploding these guys. Yeah. Which is 
you know, maybe that makes me that puts me down the serial killer path where it's, you know, <laughs> man, I love killing these small native animals, but like <laughs> they should have thought of that before they made a satisfying noise and yeah. sound when they die. Oh my god, yeah, it feels it feels great. Uh, but yeah, so you um, basically exterminate the vermin. Vader just kind of watches you because he wants to see what you, how you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I like this. I like this part. Or I like these enemies. I guess. Uh, yeah, these general. enemies are great. I like. I think I really enjoyed, epi- like episode two, like a lot more than I enjoyed the first one. I think part of that is just because the first one is so much climbing, and I had I like I almost fell off the side of the castle at one point. I climbed this whole long thing and I didn't know how to like get up on get my footing yeah. when I got to the top and I fell. Oh and yeah, I, like, I remember that. Caught the the one of the platforms and was able to cool. pull myself back up. It was, was kind of cool. cool, but it was also very scary. <laughs> I um it's weird. The thing the thing that I'm so like impressed by with just like the how immersive this is, is that like I I have like a fear of height. Uh-huh. And there's a bit where you're on the outside of the castle. And you can, like, walk up to the edge of that little platform and look and just see, like, the sea of lava beneath you. And, like, climbing the side of this thing, like, gave me that same, like, anxious sense, even though I know it's not real. Right. It feels, it feels genuine. And so when I, when I slipped and fell, I, like, really got scared. (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah, no, it's really good. Like, I, I love that it's able to evoke emotion like that. It, it it feels authentic in a way that is impressive. Because, like, yeah. I don't get, like, I do get, I mean, other video games give me that same sense of vertigo. Um, If you're, like, walking on the edge of, of a little platform. But, like, a lot of those games make it pretty, like, clear that, oh, you can't just, like, walk over the edge of this. There's, like, an invisible barrier here or something, or your character will do a little animation of, like, oh, I'm on the yeah. side of a ledge. Like, and and this one, I was like, I don't even want to test whether or not I can fall. Like, yeah. I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm going to assume I can, and that is scary. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the most immersive type uh, yeah, of definitely. video game, for sure. Um. Yeah, so um so yeah, so you go through so once you defeat all the little lava nymphs, uh another key pops out and you know, you're doing another like, oh, put it in the pedestal, blah blah. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, as you do that, um a f- part of the floor starts to break. Mhm. And Vader uh, catches you. Vader catches you cuz he needs you. Uh, but then a large monster attacks both of you, breaking. Um, I guess it's a concentration spell that Vader Vader has. I'm playing a lot of Baldur's <laughs> it Gate. breaks Vader's concentration. So it breaks concentration. So the the spell fails. Um, it's a, it's amazing that you survived this fall. Yeah, uh, the creature that attacks you. I thought it was a rancor. It is not. I also thought it was a rancor, but the it Wikipedia a, calls it a dark ghast. A dark ghast. Uh, it seems exactly it says it's like a rancor. To the rancor, but it has extra limbs and mandibles. It, yeah, and uh, its only appearances are in this game. <laughs> yeah, it's got extra arms. Yeah, uh, on the bottom, but um, 
And yeah, I guess it does have ex- it has little mandibles on its yeah on its face. Interesting. I yeah, I also thought this was a rancor, but it's got it's it's, it's got little mandibles arms. are like underneath it. I see. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I guess I should have noticed he's that. Creepy. But yeah, he's very scary. Uh. Anyway, you you'll you'll meet him again later. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you fall and uh, are knocked unconscious. Mm-hmm. So uh, glad you didn't fall earlier because now you get to fall for story purposes. Fall, yep, for story uh, reasons, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you're knocked unconscious, you are visited uh, by that same shadowy figure that you saw speaking to Vader earlier. Yeah. At the crystal. Um, the subtitles and Wikipedia call him Black Bishop. Black Bishop. Um, he's like a hooded, he's like a dark, uh, hooded guy. He's like, when I say hooded, I mean, like, literally he's got like, like, uh, a curtain over his face. Like, it, you can't see anything. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. Uh, they're like, what should we do for a mask? And they're just, just put a blanket over him. <laughs> just uh, put a blanket over literally him. Literally is what it, is what it seems like. <laughs> that uh, is what it looks like. Um, but he's basically like, don't give Vader the power of the bright star. It's bad. Yeah. Um, and he's like, and he shows you a really cool vision. They do this a couple times where Mm -hmm. they, um, the way they deliver exposition about like the past is through Mm -hmm. like a cool, uh, like animation that appears all around you. Like you can turn around and like, look at it all happening. Uh-huh. Uh, so he's like showing you that like, oh, if you, if he gets the bright star, he's going to destroy worlds and galaxies and it's all going to, all the bad things are going to happen. So this is the point yeah. where we're like, okay, th- we can't let Vader have this. Like, yeah, this thing, this thing is not, did not just have the power to destroy Mustafar. It yeah. can destroy hundreds of worlds. And, um, uh, yeah, you, you got to make sure that Vader does not get it. Um, uh, yeah, he's like, you I gotta remember, give it to I the Mustafarians. You gotta give it to the Mustafarians, not Vader. Uh, yeah. And they can use it to heal Mustafar. Mm-hmm. I think at the time you're you're talking about like the animation for like the past. I think at the time I I, I had mentioned it reminded me of like, um, there's a bit in the last in Deathly Hallows, the like seventh harry yep, potter i know exactly what you're talking about where um they're telling the story of what the deathly hollows are and the three brothers and and it goes from the live action bit to this like really pretty animated um looks like almost like a hand-drawn style yeah um art style and and it reminded me a lot of that yeah no i agree uh it looks it looks kind of like that i think a little different but yes it's it's very similar it, it's yeah it's like a the um similar sort of storytelling yeah happening here yeah so as he's uh as you regain consciousness uh the uh, i guess black bishop tells you to uh just keep going down the tomb um and reach the black star he's like the bright star you're almost there it's fine uh you Uh can totally trust me um i'm a different black shadowy guy that's working with vader it's fine (laughs) yeah um yeah, uh, the thing is, you actually can, which is weird. It just seems like, oh, why would I trust this guy? But whatever. Why would I trust this guy? But, he, he was talking to Vader earlier. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, um, but at that point, the dark guest comes back and you there's a the final fight of episode two is with him. 
Um, and it's kind of a longer, it's not just a straight fight. It's like a, you're traveling, you're trying to get out of the tomb. Yeah. And also he's like, yeah, there's all these like little kind of like mini puzzles in the middle. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's like holes in the ruins. Like he's in like a, like a separate room, but is like reaching in towards you at bits. Um, there are parts where like you're in front of it and you can like pull like boulders towards you to throw it in and, and stuff like that. Yeah. There's like, oh, there's like a light or like a you know power source that you can chuck at his hand and stuff like that. And eventually yeah. um, you do kill him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was very sad. That was a very satisfying fight. Um, yeah. I remember very... being really proud of myself at the end when uh, when you finally take it down. Yeah. Um, and then you, yeah, so, um, at, after that, you, uh, you meet Zoe again. Yeah. She's okay. She's okay. And so okay. is her, um, uh, Mustafarian friend. I, yeah. Um, um, I'm looking at the, at the, um, episode one has like a poster gallery and it has a picture of the Black Bishop here, but it does have this. His name is Violet Foma. Is the um. Is the little Mustafarian guy? Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, they're back. Yeah, so they're back. I thought he had died like earlier. No, and, he's, uh, was he's surprised when okay. He back up. Yep. Yeah. So um, you. Uh, basically escape um, and he's like okay cool we're good um, um, oh you have um, is this the point where you get the lightsaber I think it's soon I think it's in is it does that in happen in episode 3 episode 3 I think it might happen no it I happens right at the three. end of episode 2 right oh okay I think so uh, and then yeah and then anyway so you Basically find, uh, what's Corvex's husband's name? I'm, there's so many weird names in here. Uh, Dorwin. Dorwin. So you find Dorwin's tomb and you get his lightsaber because remember Vader took yours. Yes. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's a really cool, like they made it look like an ancient ornamental lightsaber and it's got like the, the, um, Kylo Ren cross guard type thing. Yeah, uh, it's but really not cool. with the uh, yeah, it's it's neat. Uh, it's a really it neat doesn't one. have a, the, they don't have the like lasers emitters, like yeah, not the laser cross guard, Kylos, but it's got a normal but, cross guard, and yeah. you can see the crystal hovering in the middle of the. Oh, it's so it's pretty. really neat. It's really neat. It's yeah, um, but that's Dorwin's lightsaber. I just realized that the um, the episode three page on wikipedia doesn't actually have the plot of what happens in episode it does not so this is where we'll do it Uh, all right uh so yeah so um you get back into the like the one of the little little main caves and you see a bunch of those droids that you fought uh in the first episode yes uh they're like in like a like you're standing out on a on like a balcony and you're looking down Mm -hmm. and there's like a like a whole garrison of them and you're like Remind me, it reminded me, it, it, it evokes like the terracotta warrior kind of thing. Um, like they're just filling this room, but they aren't like moving or reacting or anything. Right, like right, that. right. They're just like standing guard. Um, yeah, uh, it's neat. It, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, hang on one sec. The, I don't think 
I don't think we've gotten the, the lightsaber yet. I think we see this before we get the lightsaber because you come back with the lightsaber and that's when the priestess explains to you how to like take the control of them. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Cause you're, you're out and you see this. Uh, and, um, yeah, no. Yeah. So you, you meet Z after the, mm -hmm. yeah. So you don't have the lightsaber. The priestess is here and she's like, yeah, look at this. That's right. That was the end of act two when that happens. Okay. Uh, and then you walk out and the priestess shows up and is like, Hey, here's, uh, she takes you on an elevator up and that's when you're on the little balcony. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, Oh, neat. Uh, and you see the, the whole thing and she's like, yeah, we're going to, uh, and the black bishops there and everything. No, you definitely have a, at this point. Uh, I think you return to this room later to act. You do. Room. You do. Um, or maybe this is at the end of act two. I'm trying to remember when exactly this all happens. Uh, yeah. I didn't think to take notes while we were playing that day. I mean, you would have to take your headset off to take notes. I know. So that's, I should have taken notes, but uh, this is <laughs> a very right. organized and professional podcast, guys. Yes, so. absolutely. People definitely know that we are the most professional Star Wars podcast. We are. Uh, that's why you come <laughs> to us. Because, um, yeah, you definitely go there first. And there's the whole fight with the. Yeah, I think that there's like a bit of like traversal to the point where you get the blade. Um, I'm going through. Please edit this out, Gary. I will. Thank you. No, I was right. Okay. So we we follow Zoe. We follow Zoe and the. Um, we follow Zoe and yeah, I was 100 percent right. Okay. okay, so we follow Zoe and uh, the Mustafar guy, and he takes us up the elevator, and we go to the pedestal, and we see the big, um, uh, we see the big, uh, what's it called, um, garrison thing. Yes. And then, um, that wasn't the end of Act 2, though. And then we go into uh, the tomb, and we get the lightsaber. Uh, mm -hmm. So once we get the lightsaber... Uh, we are now able to open another, uh, another door using that lightsaber and it takes us to the bright star. Uh, yes. I mean, we got to fight some people first, but whatever we get the bright star. Yeah. Um, yeah. So once we get the bright star, we're like sick. This is awesome. And we give it to the Mustafar like mission accomplished. Yeah. Uh, we, we it did it. Yeah, we did it. Um, and as soon as we walk out, we walk back out on that pedestal and um, our Mustafar bro betrays us. Yeah. And is like, hey, Lord Vader, here's the Mustafar. Here's the Bright Star. Um, now will you free our people? And he immediately gets completely flung off the freaking. Just owned. Yeah. Just absolutely tossed from the balcony, which is exactly what you would expect. Uh, yes, and then absolutely. guess what? So do you. You get uh, forced oh, yeah. and tossed. I I do remember this. Okay, yeah. I do remember this. So yeah, so that was um, okay. So we got this backwards. Uh huh. That's when we get tossed, and uh, the uh, we have to do the fight with the 
with the the, the dark not rancor, the dark guest. Okay, so all the stuff we said about the dark guest that all comes here. You meet the dark guest earlier, but you actually fight them here. Apologize our <laughs> memories, uh, but yes, it's been several weeks since we played yeah we maybe should have uh taken better notes but yes so uh (laughs) then once we uh once you defeat the dark guest uh that's when uh the priestess comes out and is like hey you did a good job um uh, also some of her like troopers help you defeat him uh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like a not quite deus ex machina because that you know it's still a giant monster and one of them gets smushed uh yes but yeah uh, but yeah, the priestess comes and she full on uses her staff and does cool. Magic. Yeah, does some cool stuff. Uh, and then she's like, cool. Well, um, time to go. So that was the end of act. That's the end of chapter two. That's the end of two. Okay. Um, got it. Yeah. So at this point, um, we have a new lightsaber. We have mm-hmm. learned force powers. Yes. Um, how are you feeling, like, plot-wise? I remember being really excited going into the third episode. Um, I was already really excited to have, like, another lightsaber because you don't have it for most of episode two. Yeah, because he just it focusing from, yeah. on the force, and so now you get to like combine those two those two things. I like that you can like put the lights that you can like put it like put the lightsaber to your hip, like like unequip it basically, right? And like do force stuff, and then you can pick it up when it's time to like fucking go. And you can still do force stuff with one hand, and yes, yeah. yes. Um, I thought that was really fun. I really loved like holding the lightsaber out and then yanking enemies into like into the blade. Very satisfying. Yeah, very cool. Uh, um, oh, yeah. So we should be saying that each one of these, uh, each one is maybe 45 minutes long. Something like that. So the whole experience, maybe two hours and 15 minutes if you were looking for. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember the, I feel like the first episode took us the most time. But I think but a yeah, lot of that I, was just like figuring out. Orienting and, yourself and figuring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, um, so yeah, so now, um, the priestess comes out and she's giving you a lot of exposition about like how, uh, the Mustafar, you know, the Mustafarian people used to, you know, do stuff. You do, you get some neat little murals here as you're walking through the tunnel, mm-hmm. um, stung with the dark ghast and, uh, like kind of like, looks like they used to feed it like the, oh. as a culture. I don't know. It's kind of neat. Um, Interesting. Um, you get more like puzzles, uh, like power puzzles and stuff. And, uh, yeah. you get back in the elevator and you go back up to the little thing to see the garrisons. But now mm-hmm. you have the, um, the lightsaber, um, Corwin's yeah. lightsaber, uh, which you did not have before. Uh, the black bishop shows up again and is like, yo, you can control these guys now. Cause you have our sword. Yeah. Just make these motions in the air. So you have to do these like little wand motions uh, mm-hmm. in the air with it. And when you do them, it makes the garrisons basically obey your command, which is super sick. Yeah, it's so cool. They all activate. You see them like, like yeah, straighten up kind of deal. And so then you're uh, as you're standing there, 
uh, stormtroopers on skiffs start showing up and attacking you, and all you have to do is like point at them with your lightsaber, and all of the guys on the ground start Fuck. like shooting them, which is so cool. Yeah, it's so. <laughs> it's good. not challenging at all, but it's such a it, power it feels fantasy. So powerful. Yeah, uh, it's just like yeah, no, kill those guys, and they're like okay. Yep, we'll uh, do. And then Zoe shows back up, and she's got a skiff this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the next sequence is like a skiff escape, um, where you know I loved this bit. Did you? Um, yeah, because this bit during the skiff escape, you've got other um, there are other skiffs with stormtroopers that show up, and you have all these different ways that you can take them down. Now you can deflect their blaster bolts. I really loved pulling. Uh, stormtroopers off the skiff and then throwing them back at the skiff to like knock the other stormtroopers off because then they would just like the whole thing would go would go down. Um, this is when you when you are the, I think this is the first time you're able to like yank their blasters yeah. out of their hands. And you can yep. find the first time I caught a blaster and I was like, oh f- fuck yeah, yeah. And you start and you shooting can, back. You can start shooting the blaster back, which is so cool. It's so good. Uh, it feels great. Yeah, a lot of this game is not super challenging. It's just this is a power fantasy. Let's be real. Like it really is. Uh, yeah. So you're just chucking stormtroopers. You're you're you know yanking their their blasters out of their hands and shooting them with them. You're mm-hmm. uh, blocking their blaster bolts with the other hand with your lightsaber. Um, you're you know chucking when you're done with their blaster you're chucking their blaster at them um yep. yeah it's it's it very felt cool. really good you're pulling lightsabers or you're pulling stormtroopers to them and then cutting them up with your lightsaber like yeah. it's brutal like you're like oh i'm a peaceful person until i get force powers and then i will chop now people just... into tiny pieces yes so it's truly Can't an all, all power all power corrupt sort of thing <laughs> uh so uh yeah uh but yeah really neat sequence very fun little uh set piece yeah. uh and the, the zoe flies you all the way back to uh the top of... i think there's a i think there's a mustafarian pilot oh in the skin. you're right she's just yelling at him yes uh, that's right but she's not piloting it um zoe hovers yeah. um I didn't I don't think we mentioned that, but Zoe um, Zoe hovers like she's she looks kind of like what VR games think your character model looks like where you don't have legs and you just kind of move around. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is interesting. There's not a lot of droids that hover. Um, uh, I mean, besides like there's that Dr. Ball. There's that there's that medical droid. Um, Um, the one from Camino. That's he shows back up in Bad Batch. He's he's Omega's friend with okay, a really yeah. long name. Obviously, the Krintan B machine also uh, hovers. Is uh, it AZ three four five two one one eight nine six two four six four nine eight seven two one three four seven? He float. <laughs> I love that he has just the yeah. longest string of numbers in his name. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, he introduces himself that way, both in, in Clone Wars and in Bad Batch. Yeah, it's interesting to have the, like... he's in the whole Fives arc on Because, I mean, there's, I, I take it back, there's tons of floating droids, but they're usually, like, little, like, they're almost like little bugs or something. They're not usually, yeah. like, protocol or droids. like, probes. Yeah. Yes, yes exactly. Um, they're, yeah, so this is, yeah, it's interesting to see her as, like, a protocol droid that is a floating one. 
um, uh-huh. with like a personality and everything. Anyway, um, so y- the Mustafar takes you back to the castle because now you have to like open the gate to let in the hordes of your thing because you're going to invade the castle basically. Yeah. Because uh, now Vader has the bright stars. So you need to get it back from him. You need to get it back. So you uh, are taken in and you actually find yourself in the hangar. You can see your ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a bunch of buttons in front of you, so you can kind of mess with the buttons. Um, I don't know. Like, it, it, the game encourages you to kind of mess with them. Uh, I don't know if there's a right way to do this, but I think every time I, when I saw you do it and when I did it, we, we just kind of fuck shit up. Like, oh, yeah. I accidentally uh-huh. dropped this TIE fighter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I think, I, I feel like that's what's intended to happen, but I wonder if there's like a correct sequence. If you there's can like do. a correct way. Yeah, oh, that yeah you I don't can, know. That you can do stuff that makes it like interesting. Um, but yeah, as soon as you drop the TIE fighter, all the stormtroopers like, what on earth just happened? Uh, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, it just explodes and all the stormtroopers like running over like, what the heck? Um, yeah, that's a fun little sequence, though. I wish there was, like, more, like, I want to be on, like, the Death Star, like, do shit. But then you push yeah, the button. Yeah, I, I, every okay. time they're like, yeah, you can flip these switches and press these buttons. I'm like, yes, please. Yep, please. Um, there's a lot more of that in, uh, the, the other one that I was talking about, the, uh, um, the, the Void one. The, uh. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a lot, a lot of, like pushing buttons and yeah that was like a tangible experience that was neat um yeah but anyway so you push the button to open the hangar bay doors and then all your uh robot troops show up yeah Um, this fight was also really fun because this you get like thermal detonators and stuff yeah so we'll get there but uh as you're leaving uh our boy admiral carius from the beginning shows up uh, oh yeah and zoe just owns him just immediately she just zaps him and then throws him off the uh, no handrail imperial yep. by imperial regulation uh, <laughs> uh, walkway, like catwalk, uh, which you're, the next part, as, as you as you uh, mentioned, uh, is very neat. But it all takes place on a catwalk over the hangar. Yes. Uh, so you've got thermal detonators. You've got waves of stormtroopers coming at you. You still can do all the same stuff that you could do before where you can pull them. You can take their gun yeah. out of their hands. You can... Uh, yeah, you can grab their guns and shoot them. Um, yeah, it's 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 fun, but it's it's just a little like walk through the hallway and, and shoot them all mm-hmm. type situation. There are like several different waves of enemies that happen uh, that come at you as you like slowly progress across this catwalk. Yeah. Um, at, at a certain point, you get to a... <laughs> You get to a point in the catwalk where uh, you, you look down at the elevator. Um, I think ever since, like, A New Hope, there's, like, a big elevator in the middle of, like, the hangar. Yeah. Uh, and you see an ATST comes up. Uh, yeah! And and it's there to, like, mess up your, your droid, bi- your droid <laughs> boys. <laughs> so as you move through the catwalk, uh, you're also like, how do I help my droid boys down there? Uh, and you find, um, gosh, I need to get the name of the, um, an E-Web, um, the, um, the big, basically mounted gun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on the side, uh, but it's a E-Web, I gotta get the exact name because it's in my, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, 
and in uh in Mandalorian he gives a whole um uh, Gideon gives a whole thing on the I, I do remember P-Web. this. Um but yeah, it's a basically a um a repeating blaster uh that you basically just uh it's really funny that it's set up on that catwalk because like why? Why did they yeah. set up this gun uh here? But yeah, you yeah. use it to just mow down stormtroopers and eventually just kill this um kill this ATST, ATST uh yeah. which again feels nice. It feels um, so it feels so good. And then um Gideon comes back. He's now in a tie fighter which he found apparently when he got flung off. Uh <laughs> His TIE fighter is like a special TIE fighter. Unless oh. I don't, unless it's, unless it, it does something new that I've never seen a TIE fighter do. So it, it pops out a turret on the top of its little uh, oh, yeah. canopy and it shoots you with that in addition to its normal blasters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the object of this fight is to reflect the TIE fighter's blasters back to its wings yeah. and make its wings fall off. Uh, Mm -hmm. but there's multiple blaster things coming at it. And then once it starts falling off, then you can start yanking pieces off of it with the force, which is a pretty cool little mechanic. It's a cool little boss fight. Tearing apart this, this, yeah. uh, Um, Yeah. I I like that a lot. I just, I'm like, they found a lot of good ways that it's not all just the same, you know? Yeah. There's more enemies, you know, it's like a different, uh, change up the style of the combat yeah until finally yeah. you yank off both both the wings basically and it he dies yep because it explodes you're pretty sure he is not gonna live through that but you know <laughs> stranger things have happened they um have indeed. so yeah you make it to the other end of the catwalk and the priestess and her bodyguard uh mustafarian bro um are just chilling at the end of that catwalk they've been waiting <laughs> they apparently made it there somehow um so then um they you take the elevator up to the top of the castle so like the if you can picture vader's castle it kind of looks like a fork like there's two yes. big towers in the middle and like in the platform so you, the rest of the episode takes place on this and the bright star is now almost activated mm-hmm. uh and it's like shooting crazy lasers up and it's sucking energy from the um thing and it basically sucks the priestess like into it yeah. And she's just like, help me here. Like, uh, you, you know, you got to help us, blah, blah, blah. Um, and you, she gets, like, sucked down right in front of you. Um, yep. Yeah. And then uh, Vader's basically, like, praying in front of the little uh, Padme um, altar, altar yeah, thing, thing. Padme pyramid. <laughs> the the, the... <laughs> Padmead? I don't know. <laughs> he was thinking to do the same thing. Uh, yeah, so he's, like, praying there, and you see, like, if you get close enough, you can see her face. Yeah. Kind of in the side of it, and she's saying stuff mm-hmm. like, Anakin. Like, you can hear her, and he's like, oh, I've, mm-hmm. I've almost got you. Um, And Vader's like, Vader now sees you. And you yeah. have your final fight with Vader. I remember being really scared when this fight started because it's it's Vader, you know, yeah. and I've he's only had a lightsaber for like a couple hours. 
So he does all sorts of stuff. He's flinging stuff at you just like he does at Luke. You know, you're yeah. you're basically one v oneing Vader right now. And uh huh. Let's be real. He's better than you. He's just better. He's so much better. Than yeah. You. Uh, like there's like you can try. You can kind of stand on your own, but you're not gonna. Yeah, like he's flinging stuff, you're catching it, you're hitting it. Um, the cool set piece, though, is you're seeing all the things getting sucked into the bright star. Um, uh-huh. And at the same time, you're seeing out of the prism um, the form of a f- like a female form being f- closer and closer. Yeah. Like being materialized. So you're like literally watching Padme getting rebuilt like next to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of amazing. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. And then, you know, obviously Vader overpowers you cause you yeah. can't, yeah. Um, which is neat, but then you literally get thrown and he's, uh, like pissed at you. Um, I'm trying to remember how did the, how did you get it to stop? Uh, there's a, so there's a bit. If I remember this correctly, yeah, there's a bit because he's thrown you so that you're like right there next to the engine, the, the right. bright star, like that's sucking things in. And there's like a moment where like time stops because the black bishop's talking to you again. And if I my memory is correct, doesn't he instruct you to like destroy the thing? Like, One. isn't that how you stop it? Like, I, I think that I had to like plunge the lightsaber into this. So thing. he so. Okay, so yes, but f- first he like Vader recognizes the Eon engine is like connected to you. Yeah. Uh, and he's like enough, and he chucks you. Uh, but you hear Padme say, "Come back, I love you, Anakin. Come back, I love you." And it yeah. And he's like gets so mad he tosses you, and it ends the Ion engine from like doing its thing Ah. and he gets furious and he's like, Oh, she was almost within reach. What did you do? And he comes and he's just going to freaking wreck you. He's super mad now. And that's when the black Bishop stops, um, stops you. Uh, and is like, Hey, uh, and he's like, you, you gotta blow this thing up. Yeah. Um, is it at this point? No, it was when you get the oh, it's, we're just so bad at this. Uh, <laughs> when you got his lightsaber and he and he basically showed you to his lightsaber. Uh, uh-huh. That's when you found out the Black Bishop is actually her husband. It's it's oh Lady yeah Corvax's we we, we should have we should have mentioned that we one. definitely should have mentioned that. But it's yeah this we, this is Lady Corvax's husband. This is yeah he, Lord, so he's Lord trapped. Corwin. This is the thing like it didn't fully resurrect him. It destroyed the planet, but he's now trapped as like a shade kind of deal. Yeah, he's stuck, which is pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. Uh, so, yeah, so he stops time and it's like, yo, you got to do this. Uh, and you basically plunge the lightsaber into the bright star. Yeah. Uh, which you then see um, it explode and then... Um, Vader's pissed and he's like, no. And he goes to swing at you. And then, uh, it like super explodes and everyone gets tossed. Yeah. Boom. So Corwin is like, you have my gratitude. You, and you get another little animated sequence. 
And he's like, yeah. you know, you destroyed the bright star and you read it our wrongs. And he basically shows you that life is starting up on Mustafar again. Yeah. So when you wake up, you can, you know, you're, you can walk, you know, th- to the edge of Vader's castle and you can walk and see like, oh, like it's not all dark on Mustafar anymore. Like stuff's changing. Which is interesting. Uh, which is kind of neat. Um, but yeah, it's very much hinted at that, like, there will be life on Mustafar again. I wonder how long that's going to take. Will we get to see a green Mustafar at some point in canon? We saw one. Uh, the beginning of episode nine. Um, when, oh, you're right. When uh, so Kylo right. is... Uh, fighting through a forest it's in canon that he is on mustafar and there's like trees i and didn't shit. even think about that that's so um, cool and so that's why this is why there's trees uh which is kind of neat yeah that's really cool um so yeah so you so you walk to the edge of the platform and zoe shows up with your ship she's coming and she's picked it up um yeah you know, you're, uh, you know, you're kind of like, oh, wow, it was a crazy adventure. We didn't really get anything out of it. But, uh, yeah, you did get a star map, mm-hmm. which shows like a treasure. Yeah. Uh, and it's like outside the outer rim. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, let's go find the treasure. And so you that's that's where it ends. You go you you engage light speed and it's like on to our next adventure. Yeah. And that's the I end. love punching it to go into yep. light speed. Feels great. So yeah, um, so I had you, a lot of fun with this. It's great. Um, I love the the. It, 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 I mean, the ending is so like we could do more adventures with the. I think with, the canon name is this the. What is it? The scavenger. Um, There's the smuggler. The smuggler. The smuggler. Um, with the smuggler and Zoe. Um, yeah. But, um, yes, I also had a lot of fun with it, which is, I think, how we how we started this. Um, Yeah. I, I, I I just love I think it's just a it's just a tight little story um, that Mm -hmm. you can get done in about a two hour, you know, adventure. Yeah, we did this in an afternoon. Yeah. um, Two hour and 15 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. And. Yeah, just super fun, engaging. And then when you're done. Um, the dojo is super fun to mess with. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, because you just, I mean, if you just want to pretend to be a lightsaber or pretend to be, have a lightsaber and have force powers and stuff, which. I am glad we took breaks between the episodes because wearing that headset gets so hot. Yes. I feel like I was sweating so much. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But still just a delight to play through this. Yeah, um, yeah, I very much enjoyed it. Um, definitely, if you've got access to a virtual reality headset, I definitely recommend it. Um, yeah. I would, I would say get the first one and see if you like it. Um, mm-hmm. Getting all three is sixty bucks, um, whereas getting one is twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, I do think you can get enjoyment out of just one. It does have the lightsaber dojo in it, um, and if you mm-hmm. just want to mess around with lightsaber, um, you'll get plenty of enjoyment out of. 20 otherwise 
60 bucks for the full remember it's just two and hours and 15 minutes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know that that's that's a lot of money it's a big ask. Uh, yeah. to do that but maybe if you look at it as like oh i'm gonna treat it like a movie and this is gonna be my entertainment for you know half a day or so yeah yeah um yeah otherwise it's a little pricey um but yeah yeah i'm really glad that you encouraged me to play it um I like I said, I had a lot of fun with this. Yeah, it, it's cool to feel so like powerful using the force and using your lightsaber and taking blasters off of stormtroopers. And yeah, it's, it's I don't know, it's pretty neat. I was thinking um, between this and squadrons, I have like everything I want to do in Star Wars, like in VR. Yeah. Like in squadrons, I can be a fighter pilot and fly around and, um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and and fly an A-wing in the trenches of a, you know, the side of a Star Destroyer and all that kind of stuff and drift and, you know, shoot down TIE fighters so, and all yes, that stuff. Indeed. And this one's like I can use the force and, you know, fly things, pull things to me, chop it up with lightsabers, all that fun stuff. So I yeah. think you got a good mix of VR activities but i do think squadrons is a better game but that is what it is sure so yeah i should go back and play more squadrons i don't think i ever got very far in that yeah it's it's a hard game it's not an easy game i'm Um, i'm i'm I'm, i think i've talked about this with you before but i'm i've never been really good at like spaceship combat in video mm -hmm. games i'm just i have a really hard time like orienting myself yeah i grew up on the old x-wing versus tie fighter games so yeah. a lot of the stuff is literally just it's just a spiritual sequel to those games. So it, it mm-hmm. felt natural uh, to me. So but it's cool. Anyway, we're not doing a deep dive on that. Uh, that's nope. Vader Immortal uh, in the archives. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys for listening to us and our first deep dive back. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks with a Bantha episode um, and then we'll do uh, another deep dive. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be back on our normal schedule every two weeks, an episode, uh, dropping on Thursdays. Um, if you, uh, want more of us, please go to duelinggenre.com and join the dueling genre discord. Uh, there's also a link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, we're pretty active on there. Uh, there's always fun, uh, conversations going on. Um, definitely. Um, yeah, uh, definitely a lot of fun, active, uh, discord there. Um, if uh, you could please support us uh, and the other Dueling Genre sh- uh, shows, uh, please go to DuelingGenre.com slash Patreon. Uh, or is it support? Uh, I think it's DuelingGenre.com slash support. Slash support. Slash support. Uh, sorry, I messed that up. Messed up the plug. But uh, DuelingGenre.com slash support. Uh, join the Patreon. Uh, get Dueling Genre tonight. Uh, all those bonus episodes that we do for uh, our patrons uh, who are we are very thankful for. Uh, yeah. So we can keep doing this. Um, yeah, uh, that's everything I've got. Um, this was a fun episode. Uh, these are fun. Um, it's good to be talking about Star Wars again. Yeah, it is good to be talking about Star Wars again. I've I've missed doing this. And, like, I think the break was essential. Like, Absolutely. We, we talked a little bit about, like, it's hard to keep the pace that we were at. Um, We'd, you know, done two years of episodes every other week and um, I'm just I'm excited to like start really consuming Star Wars media again in a way that I hadn't been for the last couple months. So, yeah, um, 
it's funny actually since our last deep dive uh i've watched a couple more of the young jedi adventures uh with like my sister was watching some oh, it's so fun. Like, yeah, I love that. there's new episodes coming are there awesome yeah and um kai uh no kai Brightstar? Um, no kai Brightstar's the kid from it um no right. um ember and and oh yes and bell zedifar bell zedifar be yeah. and and um light storm Loden, great storm? Loden, bright Loden storm. Great storm? Great storm, yeah. I think it's Great Storm. Yeah. Um are coming like to the that. show. Yeah. That'll be neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's other Star Wars stuff we're excited about. Uh, for now, thank Definitely. you guys for listening. Um, and uh, remember that if it's not in the archives, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs>